0: Okay, I want to talk about the narcissistic mother and who she is, what she does, and how she acts, and how this affects us as the child, and what to look for. What are the signs that your mother might be a narcissist? You know, sometimes you wonder, you know, what's wrong? Is it me or is it her? Now, you may fight with your mother quite a bit. But a narcissistic mother can cause you to doubt yourself. A narcissistic mother is very manipulative, and very skilled, and she also can be very subtle. <clears throat> so here are some of the, the top signs that your mother is a narcissist. And this is number one, she wants to control you. You know, controlling people are usually, that's like kind of a giveaway that they're a narcissist. If if your friend or parent is trying to control you and you're an, an adult, you're capable of making decisions on your own, it's one thing if they're giving you advice. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about controlling you. Like you can't do anything without your mother trying to tell you what to do. You know, the... This type of mother tries to insert herself. And if you don't allow her to control you, this results in anger, rejection, and just flat-out hostility. She doesn't appreciate your attempts to individuate from her as it means you are going to be less available to serve her needs. So the narcissistic mother positions you as kind of a pawn to meet her needs. And so when we're toddlers, when we're small children, we separate and we individuate from our mother. That's healthy. We, you know, we become our own person. We have our own goals, our own thoughts. That's healthy. But a narcissistic mother doesn't want that. They want you to remain part of them and to serve them. So, does your mother get angry when you disagree or don't want to do what she wants to do? Does she try to make you feel guilty for having, you know, your own interests or your own hobbies or your own desires and opinions? See, a healthy mother wants you to be your own person she wants you to go out into the world and to explore and to figure out who you are you know to to find what career interests you you know what you love how you want to dress but a narcissistic mother wants to control every aspect of your life And when you don't, they guilt trip you, they punish you, they manipulate you. It's awful. Number two, her love is conditional. A narcissistic mother is interested in how you make her look. She wants you to succeed, but only... To make her look good and she may even become jealous if you make if you how do I say this she may become jealous if she feels you are doing too well so if you have a narcissistic mother and you want to become a doctor or a lawyer she might not like that if you are surpassing and this also goes for girlfriends If you have that girlfriend that's narcissistic and you're doing better than her, she's not going to like that. Daughters of narcissistic mothers, and this is an important one, I'm going to read this twice. Daughters of narcissistic mothers will often be perfectionists in a misguided attempt to win their mother's love. Daughters of narcissistic mothers will often be perfectionists in a misguided attempt to win their mother's love. You strive to be perfect because no matter what you do, it just never you never feel like you're good enough. You're never quite there because the mother is always it's it's kind of like the mother is always kind of pushing the the goalpost farther away. So you can never quite reach her standards sometimes. Number three, she won't validate your feelings. So if something upsets you, the narcissistic mother won't be prepared to acknowledge her mistake or soothe you if you're upset. And that's really horrible. So, you know, if you're a child, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you're three years old or 30. If you're upset and you reach out to your mother and say, like, I'm really upset or I'm really hurt. It's the mother's job, regardless of your age, to soothe you. Honey, it's going to be okay. Don't worry, you know, you know, it's the mother's job to soothe you. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, a little girl or if you're a little boy or if you're if you're fifty years old. That's the mother's job. And the mother never admits their mistake. Because they're too focused on, you know, themselves. They're too focused on trying to manage the shame elicited by your implied criticism. So she may sometimes be there if you need support, but most often she will turn it around so that it becomes about her. So these friends and mothers, they flip it. So if you go to your mother and you say, "Like I, I'm, you hurt my feelings. You know, oftentimes you'll hear the mother say, well, you hurt my feelings and they'll one-up you rather than stepping back and listening to you and soothing you and making you feel better because they're hurt. The child is hurt. They one-up you. Well, you hurt my feelings and this is what you did to me. They one-up you and so they're really disregarding the original conversation. So, your feelings are not being validated. Or the mother may say, You think you have problems. Or she'll say, I can't listen to you when you're like this. Or she'll say, I've done everything for you. Why can't you just appreciate it? You're ungrateful. So there's little digs, you know, when you try to present your feelings, you get these little digs back. It like boomerangs back to you. And then you become, even though you're hurt and you're trying to express yourself, the mother actually makes you the problem. And then it's almost like you end up apologizing to your own mother when she's the one that caused the problem to begin with. It's very manipulative and it's extremely hurtful and damaging to the psyche of the child. I mean this is a big problem in society because our mothers are the ones that create children and if you have a narcissistic mother they damage their children and the, ch- the child ha- this requires therapy to correct all of this and to fix it and to make, you know, recreate a healthy psyche within the child. So mother does this for decades to the child. So it takes time for that person to heal and to even realize what's even happening. Number four, she belittles you. A narcissistic mother will be full of praise in one moment. And then judgmental the next. They know what buttons to push. And she knows when to push them. Because she installed those buttons. So she will use sarcasm or belittling language to humiliate you. Especially in front of other people. But then she'll say, okay, it's just a joke. Can't you take a joke? I was just kidding. Well, it's, it's not really a joke. Belittling someone and cutting someone down isn't funny. It's hurtful. And it's usually the mother that actually is the one that needs a lot of therapy because she's the one that has a lot of issues. But it, it's usually the child that ends up in therapy to fix themselves because they've been injured severely over decades by their own parent. Same goes with friends or spouses. And here's a tip: we typically marry people that are like our mother so we repeat so if we had a healthy mother growing up then we will find a spouse that is healthy psychologically but if we had a narcissistic mother we're going to repeat that pattern and we're going to marry a narcissistic spouse and we just repeat the same trauma and then people get divorced they get remarried and they'll say You know, gosh, that person's been divorced three or four times. What's wrong with them? It's really not their fault because they don't see it. They don't understand it. They're finding people that are like their original parent. And it's familiar to them, but they don't really understand what's happening. So they're just repeating it. They're seeking love and attachment but they're seeking love and attachment with an unhealthy person. Number five, she manipulates you. Manipulation can be subtle. It can cause you to question yourself. It can create fears. She can call you selfish because you don't want to hear You know, certain things. Um, Being afraid to say no to her because you fear her disapproval or anger is definitely not a good sign. You know, we should be able to stand up to our parents. We should be able to give our parents feedback. We should be able to say no to our own parents. That's called creating boundaries. No, I don't like this. No, don't talk to me like this. No, don't do that. But, you know, oftentimes we're afraid to stand up to our parents because they're our parents. But if it means creating a safe space for ourselves, then that's what you have to do. Number six, she thinks she's above the rules. The narcissistic mother thinks that she's above the rules. Narcissists prefer not to have, to follow the rules that apply to us Mortals, you know, these narcissistic mothers, they have a sense of entitlement. And, like, this just to give you an example, she might get out of trying to, you know, pay for a parking ticket through manipulation, or a big one is the the narcissistic mother will flirt. They will flirt to get out of a parking ticket, or they will, you know, if they get pulled over. They'll flirt with a police officer to to get out of just being given a ticket. And if that doesn't work, she gets angry. <clears throat> she can embarrass you in the takeaway line at your favorite coffee shop. If she's not allowed to jump the the coffee line to secure her favorite table or secure her favorite table at a a restaurant she may be she may become angry I mean I, I remember this was a couple summers ago I went into a nail salon I was getting a pedicure and I was just relaxing it was a beautiful day and I was just getting a pedicure that's it and I was sitting in the chair and I was in a really good mood and I was just you know I was just relaxing And all of a sudden, this woman storms in the nail salon and she's like, oh my God, oh my God. And we thought, everyone thought that she was hurt or injured. So every person that worked in the nail salon got up from whatever they were doing and ran over to this woman to help her. And we're all looking at her like, oh my God, what just happened? Is she okay? And all of a sudden, she hollers out, you know, my makeup spilled in my Valentino bag. My Armani makeup spilled in my in my Valentino bag. And I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Like, that's your emergency? That you're Makeup, your Armani makeup spilled in your Valentino bag. That's your emergency. And every employee got up out of their seat, ran over to her to help her because they thought she was injured. And that's what I'm talking about as an example of a narcissistic mother and jumping the line. That got her next in line. That got her a seat immediately to get her nails done because she created this panic and this emergency and this created this everyone's looking at her and she jumped the line but I saw right through her the drama the chaos the you know who cares about your Valentino bag who cares it was so narcissistic. Number 7. She is unpredictable, and that was the lady at the nail salon. She was unpredictable. Narcissists often wax and wane in terms of their attention and availability. They may shower you with affection and attention, love bombing you when she wants something from you, and then ignoring then ignoring you when she's okay. Her ability to care for you is dependent on her own needs rather than just genuine commitment to you as a separate human being. So narcissistic people just in general use other people. That's why they call it narcissistic supply. If they don't want anything from you, you're not going to hear from them. But the minute they shower you with affection and attention, That's, you know, just look at that as a red flag. Like, what do they want from me? And wait for them to ask because usually they will ask you for something. You get that phone call. You haven't heard from this person in quite some time. And then they love bomb you. And then you wait and then they're asking for a favor. Those are the signs to look for. And she doesn't ask how you're doing. She doesn't ask what's going on in your life. Because she's just using you. Again, that's called narcissistic supply. Number eight. It's all about how things look. It's this superficial veneer. Because they depend on social cues to manage their self-image. They focus on how things appear. How they appear. Narcissistic mothers will generally like to appear socially successful, nice looking homes, expensive clothing, and hobnobbing with the rich and famous. That's what they do. Even though they may not be rich and famous themselves, they're, they're always like out to improve themselves they're usually out for like power and control and status you know your your mother might spend a lot of time trying to impress the neighbors while neglecting their own children it's like that or they might might be spending a lot of time trying to impress their employees or employers and forget to pick up their children at school so they spend a lot of time and energy on the external people in their life while neglecting the people in their own home, their children. Number nine, she can't see your point of view. Narcissistic mothers will be unwilling to understand or even acknowledge your point of view. They, she usually ignores, belittles, or undermines you using manipulation or guilt-tripping to get her way. Number 10, she can be emotionally volatile. Volatile, however you want to pronounce it. Narcissists are often emotionally unstable, swinging between cold rage and collapsed fragility, depending on environmental cues. Mothers with these characteristics have very low self-esteem and will become teary or desperate if they meet resistance. So if you think that your mother is a narcissist, you know, what do you do about it? How do you handle it? You know, when you grow up in an environment with a narcissistic mother, it can be hard, very challenging to have any perspective on any situation. Often children of narcissists will adapt to the parenting that they received as a child. And they lose contact with their authentic self. And so that's one thing that's important is, you know, reconnecting with your authentic self. You know, children of narcissistic parents, narcissistic mothers, they're used to being exploited and dominated. They don't know how a healthy relationship even works because they've never experienced it. So if you've experienced or you suspect that your mother was a narcissist or one of your parents, you grew up with a narcissist, you know, it's best to talk about it. It's best to go to therapy or talk to someone that you trust. Chances are the narcissistic mother won't change. Confronting her probably won't change things either you know the best the best thing to do is just to to learn and understand what a narcissistic mother is and how they function and what they do and the best thing to do is to protect yourself against it through boundaries and to not allow yourself to be treated a certain way you want to be you want to surround yourself with healthy people not destructive people and certainly not narcissists If you decide to stay, if you want to stay in contact with your mother, that's completely fine. That's understandable. But you may never, she may never acknowledge her behavior, and you will need to validate your own feelings and accept the the grieving process that it comes with, the realization of her profound limitations. Narcissistic people are limited. Because people grow up under the tyrannical rule of a woman with severe character flaws, they often have a depleted sense of self. So the plan is to, you need to rebuild your sense of self. It's like through self-love and through therapy and through, just recognize this. You can heal It's healing your neglected inner child. It's all about reclaiming your authentic self and healing your past.